Welcome to the Female Health Show. My name is Raquel and I'm your show host. Thank you so much for being here. Your listens and support really mean so much to me. Remember, if you are a returning listener, please give the show a five-star rating on Spotify and turn on the podcast post notifications so you don't miss an episode on whatever podcast platform you use. Welcome to episode 63. Today we are with Kiara, my Ladies at Live coach. We're very excited for her to be on today. It's her second time on the pod and she's almost been with Ladies at Lift for a year. So exciting. Uh, I know. She's learned a lot and is really thriving with me, which I love. It's being, it's like, it's great have, being able to have that in sync relationship with her. So it's been enjoyable and rewarding for me too. So welcome back, Kiara. Thank you. I'm so welcome. I'm so happy to be back. Yeah. And it's always really welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we're going to get into this big topic pretty much straight away today. We're talking about being in a deficit with your calories. I know you've got a fair few clients who are in calorie deficits and you've worked pretty hard over the last few months with uh, clients to get some of their big results. So I thought we'd open with that. And firstly, tell me what does it mean to be in a calorie deficit? Being So being in a calorie deficit means that you are eating less than what you are burning. So it means that you're eating less, moving more, which should result in losing fat. Mm-hmm. And what's the benefits of calorie restriction? Fat loss. Fat loss, definitely. And there is probably one, it's insulin sensitivity. So re- reduced, you're reducing insulin resistance, which is the intolerance to digesting and like actually using carbohydrates and glucose. So yeah. once you're able to do that, you become more insulin sensitive. When you're insulin sensitive, it's a good thing because you can use your carbohydrates properly and therefore you're not use, adding that to extra body and excess body fat. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the next thing. Yeah. The next on effect. Um, why would you want to use a calorie deficit? You would want to be or use a calorie deficit to achieve the goals that you have. If you're oh. wanting that current look, you need to be in a calorie deficit. It's going to be about losing that body fat to strip back those layers, so you can see that muscle definition. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And. My next question was, what's some warning signs that someone needs to come out of a calorie deficit? Yeah. So if, for instance, one of my clients is showing up feeling depleted, feeling like they have no energy, like they might be feeling a bit sick and run down, it's time to bring your calories back up. Mm-hmm. If you are really struggling with your mental health as well, potentially, it's really getting you down, you're having restless nights, it's time to bring your calories back up. Mm-hmm. That could be short term. That could be long term as well. That could be maybe a week could be four to six weeks Mm. yeah I think it depends on the person I think it's always subject to the person's current lifestyle environment and something with there's something you said about uh, mental health yeah I think when someone's mental health starts to go square or whatever (laughs) pear-shaped not square pear-shaped I think yeah you want to get out of a calorie deficit as soon as possible because if you're not able to bounce back as quick then you would have previously then you're gonna get into a little bit of a dark space perhaps and that dark space you need to pull yourself out of it so yeah it's really important to do that also be like if you're going back to old behaviors like binging or restricting things like that great point yeah time to come back out give you the food that your body's asking for or you may psychologically think that you need and then when you're in a suitable state of mind then go back down a hundred percent that's yeah she makes a really great point people because when you are 
like binging on food or reverting to old behaviors and starting to find yourself in a lump, like a, a lull, sorry, a lump, Jesus, a lull and nothing's going the way you originally had planned or like we're starting with this energy and everything's gone out the window yeah it's time to pull the like the pin on the calorie deficit and stop and like i think people have a bit of a um what's the right word they don't want to necessarily pull the pin too early because then they think oh i want to get lean still i want to lose more weight and then you're combating like this person that you want to become but not yet ready for right now it's like it's going to happen but maybe we just need to like go backwards and going backwards doesn't mean you're a failure doesn't mean that yeah. it's going to stop you getting the result it just means for this particular moment in time we need to like change it so it suits your lifestyle so it's not so depressing yeah because <laughs> cardio deficit isn't necessarily easy for a very long term not at all um what's a strategy you have used to help counter some of these with your clients um definitely having a shorter de- calorie deficit so yes you mostly all our new starters are 12 weeks um but that doesn't mean that does that that doesn't necessarily mean that 12 weeks has to be spent in a deficit we can figure out what your maintenance calories are do that for two to four weeks go into that deficit and then whenever you're feeling like low like we said or you're having those restless nights, your mood's down, okay, we can do a refeed potentially, um, whether that's a day or two or just a couple high days compared to. We can also change up whether you're having high days on the days that you do train and low days on the days that you don't train. So there's many different ways, but keeping the consistency is what's most mm. important. Yep. Yeah. And what works for that person. Yeah, it's different for everyone. It is. So, yeah. They're really great strategies that you have, Kiara. I like them. Um, is there anything in particular that with someone that you've worked with maybe maybe recently or in the past um, where you've given them a calorie deficit and then it hasn't particularly worked and what have you done? Yeah, so I have um, one client who is a little bit more of a mature age. She... Um, we were in a calorie deficit for the first four weeks. However, she's quite petite already and she's very small in size. She's very short. Um, so that's quite a low calorie deficit. And we, she kept, she wasn't really seeing many much results from that. Her calories needed to be bumped down more and there was just nowhere left to go really. So what we did was brought her up to maintenance, lifting heavier. Her mood inc- um, went, her mood jumped a lot. She was a lot happier during sessions in her day-to-day life. Um And now for the last final four weeks of our 12 weeks, we will be going back into a more aggressive deficit. Once we've, we've brought her calories back up, she's more prepared for the deficit and now hoping that it will go in the right direction rather Mm. than giving her absolutely no food, Mm. which has to reverse the cycle a little bit. Totally. I think within that client though, there is a bit of a story because I think there is the need to get a certain result. And I think this goes for a lot of people who are searching for results. There also has to be the, the expectations of what's to come needs to be like aligned. So you need to know what's happening. You need to know what's going to come. You need to know what is expected of you to get that result. Because sometimes we think, oh, calorie deficit is going to be so easy. We'll get in and we'll get out. But then there's other factors in the life that 
don't actually work. Um, Especially with like seasonal stuff like Christmas, New Year's, you know, people still were coming in to the gym to like sign up with Ladies at Lift. And it's like, okay, this is awesome, but it's not actually the probably the best time to do a lot of these more analytical things. Um, It's challenging and you have to have a little bit of experience, I think, in order to get through that phase and not have too much self-judgment and like self-resentment almost of like, why don't I do this sooner? Or like, I can't do this right now or I'm, I'm struggling and or why did I even do this? So I think there's yeah. like, yeah, it's hard in that period, but once that's over, then there's other, there's just general life things like birthdays and christenings and baptisms and <laughs> weddings <Everything>. and everything, <laughs> right? There's life, like your lunch options. Like I've got clients who work on the road and they can't heat up their food. But then I recently found out that 7-Eleven has a microwave. Yeah, it's so, I, it's easier. Than I didn't know things. that. Hey, that's Even what I mean. Shopping centers, baby rooms, change rooms oh. have a microwave. Oh, do they? What? Yeah, you can easily go and access that. Jesus. Okay. Cool. That's a like hot tip. So yeah. you know, I mean, <laughs> like we have a lot of these. Like the expectations. Sorry, the expectations are that you want to get the result, but perhaps it might not be the right time. It might not be the right amount of time. Like you don't yeah. like. Yeah, when I say time, as in. You've got a certain timeline in your head that you want to achieve something, but you also may need more time than the timeline itself. Because with clients who've come in previously for a wedding, I've got a wedding in eight weeks. And it's like, oh my God, like you want to lose 10 kilos now before your wedding. Like this is going to be tough. And you don't have that previous experience or previous like habits that are already stuck in place to get the results. So it is so challenging with the calorie deficit if you don't have the previous habits that's where I think it can go wrong in particularly yeah it's also like it's about discipline really if you're if you're easily going to be able to give into oh have an extra drink or come on eat this eat this like you're at a family function you need to learn to say no and it's about sometimes going to events and driving rather than catching an uber so that is your discipline focused on your goals it's always realigning Mm. And you do you do have to because if your goal is that important to you, then you will you will make those changes. 100%. You won't be worrying about what your boyfriend thinks, what the family member thinks. Yeah, yeah you won't you won't care. You'll be like, well, this is what I'm doing, exactly. and not, you won't even be sorry about it. And you shouldn't be sorry about it because it's your goals. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to add on the calorie deficits? I think just yeah, like just like you said, touching on like setting realistic time frames. Some clients will come to us, obviously, with the hopes of having all their goals achieved in 12 weeks. And it really just won't happen in 12 mm-hmm. weeks sometimes. And it can take 16 weeks. It can take 24 weeks. It can take longer. It's not that we don't want this to be just a quick 12 weeks. It's a sustainable yeah. lifestyle change. So thinking about it on that overall spectrum, what I've been doing with my clients is like planning out the year, not just planning out the next 8 to 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. What we want to see when we're going to be in a deficit in a maintenance in a surplus whatever the case may be when they're going on holidays and working it around their like their schedule rather than a short-term goal yeah it gives the client a good overview of what they could potentially be looking forward to and I think it's a great strategy to use with certain clients who are ready for that I think in terms of 12 weeks like I don't really advertise on anywhere that ladies that lift about 12 weeks at, at, at all because I think a lot of people are missing the investment opportunity to work with a coach one-on-one for 12 weeks and the accountability in that. It's like when you go to learn a new sport or you go to do some sort something that you've never done before, 
it needs time and you need to practice it. So you have to get uncomfortable and you probably have to stop thinking that it's going to be a short, like, oh, I'll just go to the gym once and I'll learn how to use all the machines and it'll be done. Like there's a reason why I don't advertise ladies that lift like that. And I don't do that with anyone. I don't do walk-ins anymore like I used to. So mm. yeah, it's a it's a long-term thing. We want it to be sustainable. We want it to be that the person's going to get results over time and yeah. stop this yo-yo pattern which we get a lot of I think there was a example actually I was thinking of before when you were speaking about your client I've had in the past so many like leads come in for consults and this was this happened a long time ago it doesn't happen so much anymore they were saying I'm in a calorie deficit and I'm not losing weight I don't know what's going on and they were like okay well there's only two reasons why you'd be in a calorie deficit quote-unquote and not losing weight quote-unquote is because one you're actually not in a calorie deficit or two you've been under eating so much and your metabolism is just adapted to that. So we need to reverse that because a lot of people come in too and they're, they're under eating significantly. Yeah, 100%. And then they're binge eating at night or they're mostly under eating and not having enough protein and they're protein. not seeing results. Protein's yeah. a big problem, huge problem. Yeah. So I think, yeah, the, the whole story which I'm trying to get around to is that like with results and calorie deficits, it's not – just like results are not just calorie deficits and abs results are consistency habits discipline sustainability being able to go out to functions and say no but still be happy to be there and not be like I wish I was eating that like that's a mindset that is a different person like I don't want you to be doing the same thing that you were a year ago and feeling the same way you were a year ago you're investing in your health on purpose with someone to be like this is this is not going to work and like this is how we're going to get out of this yeah, exactly. You'll often hear us in um, our nutrition sessions with clients. Um, we talk about goals and we set different types of goals. I want one out of the three goals or two out of the three goals to be not body composition goals. Mm. I want it to be strength. I want it to be consistency. I want it to be mindset. I don't mm. want it always to be fat loss because you, if you're only going to train for that end result, you're not training for the right reasons. You should yeah. be training all in love with the process. And fall in love with training. That's what we want you to fall in love with. Yes. Fucking yeah. yes. That was very like inspiring what you just said. <laughs> I love that. So like along the same lines as of what, to- of what we're talking about is falling in love with training <clears throat> is the motivation aspect, which we see a lot of clients come in. And after, you know, the initial two to three weeks, they're getting used to the gym. Sometimes we see a little drop where they're like, I haven't been coming in or I'm not doing the program or I'm going out and eating more because they get excited, they're getting results, they're doing something new, but then they fall back into that habit slash are now unmotivated for the gym for some reason. It, it just happens and like no one's alone in this. But yeah. And I have had an episode on the Female Health Show, episode two. It's called Motivation is Bullshit. <laughs> Very upfront. Um, yes. Great episode. Got a lot of feedback on that one that they just needed to hear it. Um, what's your take on motivation? It's a load of shit. <laughs> it's just, it won't get you anywhere. It might get you to start and it hopefully does get you to start, right? But it won't get you to where you want to get to because as soon as, like Raquel said, as soon as you start seeing a little bit of results, a lot of people will run with it and those results will fly out the window. Mm-hmm. You need to learn how to maintain those results. If you just focus on feeling motivated one day and that's that, that, that day you'll go to the gym, but then the next day it's probably gloomy outside and you don't want to leave the house and it's cold. 
but you're going to go to the gym too. If you don't go to the gym, say goodbye to those results. They're not going to come your way. A lot of clients recently actually have struggled with motivation over um, the Christmas and New Year break. And I had one client ask me in particular, they were like, so like what motivates you? Like, how are you here? And I was like, I I was taken back a little bit because I was like, no one's really asked me that, but what motivates me? Like I have my goals. I have my body composition. I have my powerlifting goals. I want to feel healthy and happy in my skin. I want to maintain this body so that when I'm of the age of maybe having kids, I feel comfortable and I don't feel like I need to be and feel a certain way before I can get to that point, you know? You were basically saying that you're doing it for longevity reasons. Yeah, exactly. And it's not about oh, motivation for you. Yeah, not about, it's not about motivation. It it doesn't get me very far anymore. And mm. it's taken a long time to to understand that it's discipline. And I've gone through binge eating and being on and off the gym and finally being pretty solid with my training. I'm there at least three to four times a week. I haven't binged eaten a very long time and I feel good when I'm when I've stopped eating when I'm like finished eating I've finished eating and I eat my meals I count my calories I do my walks outside because I hate the treadmill and wonders every now and then I'll jump on the treadmill <laughs> but you know like you find what works for you and it doesn't have to be stock standard and doesn't have to be the freaking stepper or something like that like you need to f- fall in love with whatever it is and it doesn't always have to be in the gym right mm-hmm. this is just we love we mm. have to fall with something for it to work yeah and it need, like you just said it needs to work for you there's a lot of people who keep chasing somebody else's model of fitness or their health plan or their training plan it's like well like is this the best way to train is this the best way is this how many reps i'm supposed to do like is this is this it like is this all i need to do like no 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 no, no. like this is not black and white this is colorful this changes yeah. this is seasonal this is like depending on where you're at in your life this is not just black and white but however if all you did was the basics and all you did was come to the gym four times a week minimum maybe three four three to four times a week did the basic exercises mm-hmm. you'd still get great results but you if you would. want that exceptional result then yeah okay there's going to be a little bit of more color that we need to add to this yeah whether you find a hobby or mm. Whatever it is. You become more specialized. You lift heavier. You start chasing PBs. You add a different different goal in there. Like, yeah, it's it's different. Um, There was something else you said, but I've forgotten. (laughs) So we're just going to move on. Um, But I think in terms of motivation, just a little bit extra for me that I want to add is that when you are looking for motivation, it's not going to be there. Because obviously you're not feeling it. So stop looking and waiting for it to come and just do it. And that's what you're talking about is discipline. So like, it's a, it's like a project. It's like an assignment. It's like something that you start. Maybe you want a new venture, a business venture. It could even be like problems that you're having in your life at the start of something new. It's exciting. Then maybe you get into it and then there's problems that arise. There's challenges that come up. There's hurdles. And then they no longer become interesting and exciting. It becomes a task. It becomes a chore. Like the washing. Like I don't want to do the washing. I don't want to wash the dishes. But I'm still going to do it because it keeps the house clean. It's good for everyone. It's a good habit. It makes me not lazy either. Like when I see dishes, I'll just, my dishes, I'll do them. Like I'm not going to leave this for tomorrow. Exactly. (laughs) So what I'm trying to say is, the more you wait for it to appear 
Like it's never going, it's not going to appear. You have to make your opportunities. You have to create it. You have to go out there and get it. Mm. Because yeah. if you don't, it's just going to be like hanging here and you're always going to be like waiting for the time. That's right. And I, I hate that waiting, like this waiting concept of waiting for the perfect time because there's no perfect time. There's not. Yeah. What you said sounded, you were painting a picture of what a relationship sounds like. Yeah. Because there are hurdles and there are challenges. And at the start, you'll be in your quote unquote honeymoon phase. But once that may go away, problems might start and challenges will come up and whatever whatever it's to do with whether whether it's your relationship or finances or this and that you have to figure out a way to make it work and keep pushing through otherwise you're going to say goodbye to that mm-hmm. you're not going to put in the work so you're ha- having a relationship with yourself mm-hmm. first and foremost yeah I use that example all the time about relationships mm-hmm. I thought I'd try something new <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But the relationship with self, yeah, that makes a lot of sense too. So you know, if you know, if you want to get your results and you want to get goals and you want to be a better version of you, you need to have a better relationship with self, and that definitely comes through self talk. So yeah, maybe we can talk about some of your goals and see what they are. I know you've got a fat loss goal, but there are other goals within that. Yeah. Um. Like whole like lifestyle. Do you mean? Yeah. Or... If you're willing to share. Sure. Go for it. <laughs> All right, so some of my goals, <laughs> um, I have I have a bunch of goals um, to do with all different aspects. Um, Raquel and I sat down at the start of the year. It made got me thinking pretty hard. I even got my boyfriend to write down his goals. I was like, what are your goals? So let's start with, so I'm going to Europe in um, May, the end of May. So... One of my goals is to make sure I feel physically comfortable before going to Europe. And yes, that means a fat loss goal for me, um, but that doesn't, there's no number whenever I feel comfortable, however I feel healthy, that's one of my fat fat loss goals. Um, Another goal would be to compete again at the end of the year. Um, I would ideally like to be at a lower body weight. So keeping up that strength would be amazing really want to push to go heavier go harder so that's one of my goals um I also want to do another photo shoot this year but one just for myself um before I go to Europe would be good see how that goes hopefully something out of my comfort zone thinking a beach shoot which would mm. be fun. Yeah, yes hopefully not too cold because it's currently snowing at Mambula. <laughs> I know I reckon oh. we're gonna have a little summer no I don't think summer's happening this year <laughs> we go to europe some will be there yeah true that's that's a good point (laughs) um so they're probably my top three goals when it comes to my hobbies and i guess myself um i've got a lot of holidays planned so i have a lot of financial goals i also want to save to buy a house um early next year so that's a big goal for myself that's another goal. Huge, huge goals, mm. lots of goals. Big goals. I think that's probably, they're my biggest goals right mm. now. Mm. Um, and just consistency. I've started off the year uh, with a few hurdles. I was sick and whatnot. And the past two to three weeks have been great in the gym and I've been really smashing it and just loving the session and not just wanting to yes. not force myself to be there. Sometimes, sure. But just loving the session and mm. having fun and not being on my phone as much and, 
Yeah, I picked up a few of your first initial ones are very much around body orientation um, mm-hmm. and what that what you want to look like. I think it's definitely good to put a number on it, like just all in all with a lot of clients that come in, they usually say, I'm not really worried about scales, I don't really care. But I think it, I think scales don't matter, but it gives us a direction of what where we mm-hmm. need to go. So I think it's important that you do label where you want to head because it gives us a bit more realistic understanding of how hard we need to push and like how quick we can get it. Um, yeah. And if you get to that point and then you're unhappy and not comfortable, then you can just fix that pretty 100%. quickly. Yeah. So I would suggest that with one of those. But I think um, the other goals in relation to financial and your other goal about uh, enjoying training heavily can yeah. relate to that too. So I spoke in my past one just about getting off my phone. That's one of my goals. I don't want to scroll when I'm training anymore. And I haven't done that for the whole year. And I've loved it because I've not wasted time. I've smashed my sessions. I'm actually freaking aware of what I'm doing and paying attention. And I'm enjoying yeah. it. Like I'm really, really enjoying my session. So that's something that's like a non-fat loss based goal. I don't really have a fat loss goal anyway this year. So that's not really it. But I think um there are definitely better goals to have if you've been in a fat loss goal for like um sorry, calorie deficit for too long and you need something else to focus on. Like Kiara was originally saying in the beginning of the episode um chin-ups push-ups body weight stuff um one times your body weight squat um being able to um, train on the main floor instead of running to the ladies area might be a really cool goal for you um minimum three meals a day for some people is a really important goal so that's something that I can think of on top of my head um and there was one more of oh, building every female that I meet who comes in always wants to build their glutes they always want rounder glutes that's always a very popular one um, and also having upper body strength rather than always lower body strength too so I think like there's some there's some really important ones in the gym which you can work towards um and then are not fat loss focused so yeah and I think they're good to measure you need to have them written somewhere you need to have these goals in your face you don't want to have these goals hidden um or in just your notes and then when you open your notes every two weeks or every three months um you see them and you're like oh yeah those are my, those were my goals but it might be good to even have them there as well not just like because then you can maybe tick them off or maybe you can see how you know you're tracking towards it too so I think there's some really cool strategies there with some goal setting stuff that I like to employ as well um um, also on that point making smaller goals in order to achieve those big goals because if you you need to work backwards yeah exactly you need to work backwards if you don't have a plan to get there it's just going to be chasing something that's you can't chase it's it's too far away you don't you haven't set out the guidelines mm. that you need to be the non-negotiables the daily activities that you need to do to get there yeah every day three liters of water you have your minimum meals you have your 10 to twelve thousand steps a day and you have your workouts four times a week minimum right but that will get you there mm. not every now and then i'll have my water I won't take my supplements maybe every second day. Like it's not going to, you won't get what you want. Yeah. It's not going to be, the result's not going to be as defined. It's not going to get you there sooner. It's probably not like you're not going to get what you want quicker. And even if you did everything like that, it shouldn't, it's not to, it's not to say that it should come faster. If anything, it should be a much like it should be like the end result might be even better than what you expected. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, and on that point as well, I like to liken it to when you set your big goals, 
I write a huge list of just goals, just goals everywhere. Just like whatever I want, what, what do I want to achieve? What do I want to manifest? What am I like wanting to attack? Yeah. <laughs> what do I need to do? It's like a massive to-do list slash goal list. And when I do that, there's like so many things going on. And I'm like, whoa, okay. What connects with what? I like to link things up and order it like in order, um, mm. scratch them off because I'm like, well, this is the same as that one. Sometimes yeah. you need to brain dump. I feel like nobody uses pen to paper enough and it's all very much like tech savvy and on the computer, on your phone, um, scrolling yeah. through other things and then like not actually working on you. So like get your pen and paper out, get messy. It doesn't have to be pretty. Like stop trying to make things pretty because at the end of the day, like when you can just let out what's in your head onto paper and it's just a million thoughts that might not even make sense and little goals and goals and to-do lists and tasks and things that just like are all your things on one page. It's like really interesting to see because then when you can align it all together and like I said, order them, link them, yeah. cross them out, it makes yeah. it like ties it all together. Yeah. You can focus on the bigger ones and the small ones. Yes. And what yeah. And like you can actually do those smaller tasks way better because then when you're, when you've got a project due or you're trying to work towards this particular body composition goal you know those small tasks and you know that's those are the things that you need to do for that task okay then these are the tasks that I need to do for that goal sorry I said it I said it the wrong way around you've got to do those small tasks to get to the goal and then at least if you have three big goals you just have maybe three to four tasks that you might need to do daily in order to keep working towards those big ones it's not that complicated exactly break it down break it down break it the fuck down like yeah get nitty-gritty with yourself get get into it 100%. 100%. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Anything else? I think that's all from me. I really just want to reiterate, like, it's not about motivation. It's about discipline. It's about being consistent. If you have one shit day, it's not going to define you. It's not the end result. You're going to keep moving. You've got to realign and you're going to get there. But sometimes reaching out to someone like us, like Ladies at Lift, will help get you there faster. And having that guidance will We'll get to where you want to be. It will. It'll it'll accelerate your progress much quicker. Not just in the sense of like, oh, calorie deficit, like, oh, I'll get there. Like you can do that yourself, sure. Yeah. But in the sense of like you're gonna get to know yourself so much better and you're gonna have like things that are um individualized for you rather than yeah, exactly. you like questioning everything. It's the accountability, it's the 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 knowledge that we have that will get you to where you need to be. Hundred percent. Mm. It saves you a lot of guessing and researching trial and, and error, trial and error. like we've we've we're doing it we've done it if we've yeah. had all the experience with our other clients with ourselves you don't yeah. need to like worry we've got you yeah the you're same way you some. would in yeah in invest in shoes and clothes that you're going to wear once you can invest in yourself <laughs> that you forever oh you went there i did i did <laughs> <laughs> yeah i actually have like how much time we've got four minutes okay i had a client a long time ago she signed on. She paid up front for um, 12 weeks. Anyway, long story short. So in our consult with this girl, she was saying how she's sick of buying clothes all the time that don't fit her and like sizing down, like hoping that she'll fit into them. She was sick of getting her hair done because she still never felt pretty enough. She didn't want to have um, cosmetic surgery like she was getting um sorry, not surgery, like fillers, like fillers and Botox. And she's like, I still don't feel myself. Um, I'm spending all this money and I still don't feel good about myself. I want to do something different. I think I need to get my fitness in order. And yes, yes, it definitely is part of the equation, right? Anyway, 
like I said, she signed on for 12 weeks. She's like, yep, I want to do this. Signed up, did it, couldn't come in for the week. So I'm like, all right, let's meet the next week. Next week comes. I think it's like a day before her session was like 24 hours. And she's like, sorry, like I've had a change of mind. Don't want to do it. Anyway, so like when you say you're going to do something, follow through. Follow through because you can complain and you can tell us all these stories about the things you don't like, what you don't want to like spend your money on. But if you are not actually putting in the effort to work on yourself and then still doing those old behaviors, you're never going to change. It's never going to get better. And nobody wants that. Not at all. But you have to be open to change. If you're not open to change, then you need to rethink why you're here because Mm. we're going to change a lot and we're going to put in new strategies and you have to be open-minded. Yeah, I love that. That was a nice ending. (laughs) I love it. Okay, cool. Well, that's the end of our episode, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed this. Um, Kiara, I'm sure we'll be back on the pod very soon. We haven't booked any other ones in yet, but she's not going anywhere. Maybe for Europe, who knows? Yeah, um yeah or maybe after you i don't know i don't know we'll just see what happens yeah exactly <laughs> all right well if you have any questions feel free to leave us a dm in our dms at the female health show on instagram uh we have our coaching page which is which is ladies at lift and we have our individual instagrams kiara what's yours coach kiara is it but there's two c's or two h's there's like yeah, there's two H's actually. I will link it in the bio. That's better. And mine's <laughs> just Rick Halfit PT. So that's it. All right. Well, thanks so much for being here. We'll speak to you all soon. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.